Hello, people. This your neighborhood biker, Lord Fresh. I haven't did a podcast in a while. I kind of been busy, working a little too hard, not playing hard enough. A couple of problems out here in the world. You know, it just. I wish I could do this full time and devote a lot of my time into trying to, you know, spit a little knowledge to people to try to give them a different perspective, not trying to change anybody's mind because what I believe or how I think is only for me. If I can give you a better understanding of something, that's good. If I can't, that's good too. However it works out for you. This is primarily my therapy so I use this tool as a way to say some stuff that I probably couldn't just say or have a I don't know how to explain it but anyway the topic that I kind of want to talk about today is women now I'm gonna generalize this as much as possible because I'm not trying to just pick on any women and woman in particular but the thing of it is is that kind of if it apply to you if you're listening to this you know then what can I say if shoe fit Lace it up and put it on. Or do what I always say. Work on yourself. Be a better version of yourself. If you're not working on yourself every day, you failing as a human being in the first place. The same old, same old. The, you know, same shit, different day shit. Really, it don't work. You have to be working on yourself. You have to be trying to make your lives better, your kids' lives better, the people around you better, you know, your life better. Like, you have to be putting the time and effort into figuring out why you're struggling, why you not having great relationships, why you stressed out all the time, you know, why you may be fighting, arguing, why you might hate your job, or whatever it may be. If you don't sit back and do the work, it's just going to be the same shit, different day. You know, and we all get complacent in our day-to-day. But sometimes you have to take time out of that day to figure out what went wrong. Why you so stressed? You know, but really, you know, they talking about, like, how women of today is trying to be more of the man in the relationship instead of the female in the relationship. They not really coming into relationships feminine. They coming in, you know, more masculine, you know. Like, they like telling they man what to do. And then what what's crazy about it is women complain a lot, a lot. But they still perpetuate the situation 
at the end. But that goes to working on yourself. Listen, this cannot be denied. If you are 30 or older and haven't had a five, seven year, 10 year relationship, then you're doing something wrong. Now you could say, well, I was this and I was that and I was this and he was a cheater and he was this and he was that. It still kind of falls into your hands because of the simple fact that you chose him. Believe it or not, men think we choose women. It don't really work like that. Because you can have the utmost admiration and love and consideration for a female. But if she's not feeling you, she's just not feeling you. You know, you can't turn a woman on that don't want to be turned on. You would think that if you showed her the way, she would follow. No, it don't work like that. Now, most of the men would somewhat agree with me, probably not all the way agree with me, that most women are attracted to, uh, I don't know, like assholes to a degree. Like, you would see a female and, and, and she would kind of deal with the same dude over and over and over, but complain the whole time she's dealing with the dude. And then you be thinking, well, you know, like, is the dick that good? Is he fucking her or, you know, doing whatever he doing to her that great that she never really have anything good to say about him, but she's in love with him to the utmost, and you be wondering, okay, what do she need to do? Like, how she not working on herself to get herself out of that situation because it can't be healthy. And the crazy thing about it is most people don't understand that unhealthy relationships affect everything that you do. When you at work, you're mad because he or she no pissed you off. When you're around your friends, you can't have a good time because you're worrying about whether they're going to be mad. You know, it just, your kids is affected by it. They see you crying or you mad or you snapping at them and they like, damn shit, <laughs> we ain't done shit to you. You know what I'm saying? So you kind of like being in a bad relationship fucks up everything else on some real shit and being in a fake relationship don't help you either pretending that everything is great because you for the people and you want everybody to think you happy when you know you fucking not happy it shows believe you me you think you putting on that pretty smile and nobody sees it that's bullshit it's bullshit you don't never gotta say a word bad about your partner for people to understand that your relationship ain't going well. Now, in my opinion, my personal opinion, I think a relationship should be about 80-20. I think it should be 80-20. You know, like 90-10 is, you know, that's fucking 
almost wishful thinking. And 100% is basically bullshit. If, if you got a 100% relationship, man, bless the fuck out of you. You know, found somebody made this exactly for your ass on some real shit. I say 80-20. When you go down to 70-30, it could be, be all right. You know, anything under that, you playing with fire. And I mean, you know, 80-20 good. 80 good, 20 bad. 70 good. 30 back. I don't mean the other way around. If it, if you go anything under 70, then it's not going to last. Y'all holding on by string. On some real shit. And it don't matter whether it's, it's, it's infidelity or it's, it's, it's a little bit of arguing or not liking one particular thing about your spouse or whatever that, that gives you that 20 or 30 percent. That, that, that shit don't matter because at the end of the day, how do y'all get along? You know, it's y'all competing against each other. You know what I'm saying? Is it about money? You know, like, because you have to look at what the bad percentage is to see whether you can overcome it or not. But even when you are in a relationship, you should be working on yourself. You, you, you try to guide your partner if you can. You know what I'm saying? And give them... uh information on maybe how not to be so frustrated at work if work is frustrating them you know you get you give little tidbits here but they have to honestly do the work themselves because if they not working on themselves really what you're saying to them is going in one ear and out the other so that means that you are trying to help somebody who don't want to be helped and it's not going to work out you know and and I think you know it, it it might sound a little bit a little bit corny, but I think you 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 have to evaluate your relationship. Like you know, every three months or you know, you have to sit back and and think, what are you getting out of it? Is y'all going somewhere? You know, because women tend to stay in fucked up relationship, not just bad. They, they, the whole side is flipped. It's 20 good and 80 bad. And 10 to 15% of the good is him, you know, laying pipe, you know, sucking her soul out or something. Because if a motherfucker is, is making you mad every day, something is wrong with that. Something is wrong with that. Niggas shouldn't have to apologize every other day. You shouldn't be afraid, you know, to take a co-worker home from work thinking he gonna find out and get mad and y'all gonna fall out. Like, that shit don't make no sense to me. And, listen, if you do not trust the person you with, you need not to be with that person. It's just that fucking simple. It ain't even nothing, it ain't even nothing to talk about that. If you have trust issues, you shouldn't be with nobody. You should be working on them trust issues and figuring out is what part did you play in it. Because a lot of people is quick to blame everybody else. It's hard to figure out how you fucked up. It's hard to figure out what you did wrong. You know what I'm saying? And fix it. Not just understanding you did some fucked up shit or you did some wrong shit or you complained too fucking much. 
or whatever the fuck it is that you might have done, you have to fix that. You have to fix that. When you don't fix it, you just go into the next relationship with that same, you know, them same issues. And as much as you try to suppress it, it's still going to come to the forefront. My thing is this. If you do have issues, you do have issues. But you meet somebody you like. You should explain to that person them issues. Especially as a female. Especially if you're a female, you should explain. I mean, like, dudes kind of suppress their feelings and shit like that, so it's hard to get them to talk about certain shit, you know, and and, and so, like, I'm, I'm basically, you know, saying, women, you should tell him, hey, you know, because I see a lot of women be like, I'm crazy, but motherfucker don't understand what the fuck that means. <laughs> like, we ain't no goddamn, like, ain't no motherfucker, no mind reader. Like, what the fuck you mean you crazy? Crazy how? I'm just crazy. What the fuck? I don't understand that. You got to explain your craziness to me because that gave me an opportunity to see whether you can fix it or not. Because telling me you crazy and not telling me you working on not being crazy means you like the crazy that you are. Explaining to me what happened or what could have made you crazy or just giving me some kind of information might make me say, hmm, well, can you make a difference between the last person that made you stalk them, go through their phone, you know, following them around, Anywhere they go, you believe they someone like, can you know that that's not me? I'm not the one that did that to you. That's working on yourself. Having them urges and feelings and realize I haven't done nothing to you yet. Women would say, I know cheaters. I know the signs. No, you don't know the signs. All you know is you was with a motherfucker who lied to you a lot. So you assumed everything he fucking told you was a lie. So that means that Anything, any other man tell you, you're going to feel like he's lying. That's not the fucking, that's not knowing shit. That's just you being skeptical about every fucking thing. You know, every once in a while, the fucking squirrel find a goddamn nut. Like, if I'm fucking skeptical about every goddamn thing in the fucking world, eventually some of the bad shit that I'm skeptical about is going to happen to me. Don't mean that I'm fucking psychic or I know when a motherfucker lying or cheating or stealing or whatever the fuck, like, but you women like, for some reason or another, like these negative ass relationships because y'all bounce from one motherfucker to the next motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And and yeah, I call them fuck boys. You know, it, them them seem to be the most popular, you know, thing going around. Just like back in the days when motherfuckers used to be like hoes is the most popular, you know, which was kind of unfair stigma put on women. But at the time, you know, they were saying hoes was women. And, you know, now I say fuckboys are women. 
You know what I'm saying? And and y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. Them niggas who never take you nowhere, rarely ever do anything for you. You know, always asking you for something, always expecting you to, to, to be 100 and not to fuck around and not to talk to other niggas and watch what you wear. And he got all this control over you. And all he doing is laying some good dick. He a fuck boy. He fuck the shit out of you and your mind go crazy and he get to basically do whatever he want to do. And then he, <laughs> he's so retarded, he might have a good girl, but because he a fuck boy, he kind of like trashy ass women. That's kind of what turned him on. Them trashy women kind of turns them fuckboys on. They like the women who smoke weed, you know, who out here kicking it, you know, dressing fancy and all that other shit. He might not want her to be his girl, you know. He gonna, he gonna treat, he gonna walk all over his girl, but he gonna, you know, he gonna admire the shit out of her. He don't want that to be his girl because he don't want to be talked about, you know, because most, most motherfuckers is for the people. They care what everybody else thinks. They worried about how people perceive them, how people, you know, look at them, whether they talking about them or not. Like, what the fuck? Do you not think people don't talk about your ass? Do you not know you can't change my perception of how I fucking see you? Because it's mine. It's not yours. It don't matter. When I see a female dressing sexy, I don't automatically assume she know hoe. I assume she got a nice ass body and she confident in herself to show it. You see what I'm saying? But that's just me because I don't have no preconceived notions that dressing actually has anything to do with your fucking personality. You got women that go to church every motherfucking day and the biggest hoes out here. So what the fuck? If you try to peep people out by what you see and not what the fuck you know or pay attention to the person, then of course you're going to have all these, you know, you're going to be biased about what you think this person is. You don't know the struggle. You don't understand the confidence. You don't, you don't understand the weakness. You don't, you don't understand shit. You're just looking at somebody and say, oh, yeah. You know, you, we all got the motherfucker who, as you ride up and down the street, they talk about people. They see somebody, you know, on the street and assume that they a bum or they ain't got no money. You know, they see dudes and because he ain't got a thousand dollars on his body, they think he broke or he he ain't with the times or he a square because he don't got on no fucking Jordans. All that shit is fucking stupid. But, you know, a lot of women, especially younger women, <clears throat> that's how they pick their man. I mean, come on. Let's be honest. What the fuck you think you getting when a nigga sagging? Like, what the fuck you think you getting if a nigga, all he do is smoke weed all day? I don't give a fuck if he got a job or he don't got a job. What the fuck you think you getting if you got a motherfucker more interested in video games and Jordans and weed than he is your ass? 
Come on now. They don't take no fucking rocket science scientists to figure that shit out. Them are all signs. That shit. Listen. Back in the days when sagging first came out, yeah, maybe it was cool. I never sag. I always thought the shit was stupid. Plus, you know what I'm saying? I'm from the old school. And as soon as motherfuckers start sagging, motherfuckers start putting the game out there about where that shit came from and what it meant and how motherfuckers used to do that to let other motherfuckers know that they was gay. Right then and there, I'm not gay, so why the fuck would I sag? Now, I know... You know, the same word with nigga is supposed to be offensive to black people. And some people don't understand how we took the word and made it work for us or whatever the fuck. So I get that when uh, younger motherfuckers started sagging that, you know, they wasn't thinking about all that other shit. It just looked cool. They thought it was cool and all whatever the fuck. Then they started making clothes too big so you fucking could sag. You know, but that was just society perpetuating the situation because they understood what that meant. You know, nobody never thought about the downfall of your pants sagging if you get in a fight, your pants falling to the ground if you try to run from the police, you tripping yourself up. Plus, you can be pointed out in a crowd. Motherfuckers know what color your drawers is. They damn well, hey, that's identification. So it was a lot good and bad with the shit, you know, it was a trend. But nowadays, these young brothers is taking the shit way, way to a whole nother level. And if you 30 and you still, you ain't pulled your motherfucking pants up by now, just, just kill yourself. I mean, fuck it. You know, just do us a favor. Kill your goddamn self. You know. That shit wasn't happening when we grew up. You bet not let your pants be falling down or none of that shit. It was disrespectful to women. That's why older women don't like that sagging shit. It was disrespectful to be showing any part that you might be your downstairs area, however the fuck you want to word that shit. It was just disrespectful. Now the younger women eat that shit up. But they have not been given the tools to figure out what's good and what's bad. And I'm not necessarily saying because a nigga sagging that he, he might not be a good dude, but it's a time to do what you're doing. It's a time not to do what you're doing. If he don't know the difference, then, you know, he ain't going down the right path in the first place. I never understood who want to walk around pulling their goddamn pants up all goddamn day. That shit got to be nerve-wracking. I be stressing with my belt. You know, I got it as tight as I can, and, and my pants don't be falling down, but they ain't where I want them, and I got to keep pulling them the fuck up. That shit irritating as fuck. You know how many belts niggas go through when they trying to get their pants to stay where the fuck they want them to stay? Like, what the fuck? And these niggas purposely doing this shit all day? Remind me of, you know, like a fucking little <laughs> little two-year-old or, you know, who barely walking and, and got on a fucking pull-up and his goddamn pants don't, don't fit right and he walking around holding one end of his goddamn pants <laughs> trying to keep them up. 
even little kids don't want their shit sagging. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I'm getting the fuck off topic, but that's just funny to me. That shit reminds me of little kids trying to hold their fucking pants up and grown-ass men letting them fall out. What the fuck? But yeah, you women, y'all try to be the guy. You want to be you want to be his homeboy, you want to be his motherfucking friend, you know, you want to, then, if, if not, you want to run over a motherfucker, tell him what he is and what he ain't gonna do, you know, call him all kind of punk motherfuckers and bitches and, and, and be all kind of disrespectful, you know what I'm saying, real women don't do shit like that, a real woman gonna check you at home, in private, and she's not going to be super disrespectful about it. Certain words are just not going to come out of her mouth because she, you can't be her man and be no bitch or no punk motherfucker. So she ain't going to call you that. Because if she call you that, she already know that's the end of y'all relationship because she don't have no respect for you. You younger females think that shit is cool. Calling your boyfriend or, or, or your baby daddy or whoever, bitch ass nigga. Real woman ain't gonna do that. She don't want no bitch ass nigga. <laughs> she don't. She don't want to be able to say no shit like that to him. She know what the response is gonna be if she say that shit to a real ass man. He gonna be ready to slap the shit out of her. And let's not get off into don't ever hit a woman. Suck my dick. If you could pull up your motherfucking pants and strap your boots up like you in the game. Don't get mad when I start to fucking play. What the fuck do you mean? That's the problem. Is women don't understand their place in the world. It ain't about being, you know, subservient to a man. It's about why would you want a man that you could talk to like that in the first place. Without him being ready to choke the shit out of you. It's a reason... Why he's ready to choke the shit out of you. Because out of all the people in this motherfucking world. He expects you not to treat him less than a man. When he's a real man. That's why he's ready to choke the shit out of you. It's not because he's just violent towards women. It's why with the person he's supposed to trust the most would disrespect him like he's less than a man. We already have to go through shit like that. We already have to damn near bow down to the fucking police just to live. You know, we already have to deal with the violence in our neighborhood. The last thing I want to do is be disrespected by the person that's supposed to care the most about me. And y'all women don't understand that. That's why your relationships is fucked up. It's fucked up. You, you know, nigga take out the garbage. Bitch, who is you? You take out the garbage. Like, what the fuck? It's the way y'all talk to men. And then, y'all act like y'all want to be, you know, what the fuck? I can't even think of the word right now. But, you know, want niggas to open your doors and, 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 you know, you want a motherfucker to protect you, lay his life down for you. You know, you want him to take care of you, feed you, but you talk to him like he ain't shit. Women, 
I know I said this before, and I'm going to say it again. Y'all created the fuckboys. Y'all did. I don't need a man, blah, 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 blah. So you get a motherfucker, and you looking out for him. He ain't got no job. You boyfriend the goddamn PlayStation because you rather have this nigga at home getting high, smoking weed, you know, so he less likely to be cheating on you. However y'all fucking looked at it, y'all turned all these niggas who used to go out to get a job and was proud to be one of the most, you know, the care, the, the person that did the most as far as bills or whatever. Not saying the women didn't work and didn't help out or whatever, but you, you y'all took that away. Y'all started catering and, and, and treating these young men like they was y'all fucking son or some dumb shit. The same way y'all treat y'all son is how y'all treat y'all niggas. Because y'all dress y'all son up like he grown as fuck. Talk to him like he the fucking man of the house. Tell him he gonna be the man of the house. Sometimes you motherfuckers act like he your boyfriend. But then as soon as you get mad at him, you call him all kind of punk bitches and dumb motherfuckers and all that other shit. So y'all setting the tone for this nigga to get older and another female to come in his life and treat him like that. And then when he responds by jumping on her, where the fuck you think all that anger is coming from? He whooping her ass because he couldn't whoop your ass. And he doing that because he trying to get her to stop talking to him like you talk to him. But she don't understand that because she watched her mama talk to her little brother or her man like that. So she don't, she don't even get how disrespectful it is. How if you are a female, why would you want to project that negative energy or even have a man that accepted that negative energy? You not talking to me like that. You ain't got too many times for me to tell you watch who the fuck you talking to before I'm that nigga y'all love to put that bad stamp on. I always say, I won't hit a lady, but I'll beat a bitch up. And to keep it all the way 100, my mom never, ever, ever told me not to hit a female. She taught me how to be respectful. She taught me how not to be calling women bitches and hoes. Hold on. So, like I said, you could take what I'm saying with a grain of salt. Or you could sit back and really think, okay, well shit, this nigga might be tapping on something. You know, I ain't the fucking, I'm not, I'm not what, uh, like I'm not no motherfucking like specialists in relationships the one thing I do know I know what I don't like I know what I'm not gonna put up with that's that's the reason one of the reasons why I'm single I ain't gonna go into too much detail but you know when I meet a female I can spend a little time with her and know if she'll be you know if everything gonna work out because most people tell you who they are even without knowing so you can see, you know, how she talks about her exes, how she talks about her sons, how she talk about men in general. That says a lot about a female. 
if you find a female that's disrespectful to men, just in general, the same way if you find a man that's disrespectful to women, it kind of will rub off. And I'm not talking about how he talked to his friends. That's a whole together different story. Because, yeah, I say bitch, hoe, and all that other shit. And I do not call women that. I joke, talk shit. And you might consider that to be like, uh, 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 I don't know. I don't can't remember the word. But you might consider that like fucked up. Well, why are you calling women bitches? I don't know. Because I grew up like that. I don't know. I don't know. I can't tell you why. But you best believe females that I'm arguing with or having conversation with or get mad at, I do not talk to them like that. The only way my conversation escalates is when they being disrespectful. When they, you know, want to be like you punk motherfucker and all this other shit, you know. Hey, well, we, we want to throw some words around because that shit don't really bother me. We could throw some words around. I bet you'll be more mad at me calling you dumbass bitches than I would be you calling me punk motherfuckers. Because first and foremost, <laughs> my heart don't pump no Kool-Aid. So you really just, you know, throwing a rock against a brick wall. The rock ain't hurting the brick wall. This ain't no glass. But to have that ultimate respect, regardless when you mad or when you're not mad, that's called control. You know what I'm saying? And I think the fact that the women is turning a lot of these men into fuckboys is why they're more emotional. They don't know how to control their emotions. You know, most motherfuckers go punch the wall or, you know, go play football or do do some dangerous shit. Niggas usually get mad, do some dangerous shit. But if you the dangerous shit... You have to ask yourself, where did that come from? And it's, are you perpetuating the situation? Now, I always try to distinguish between uh, uh, abuse and fighting. It's a difference to me. Y'all can have your own opinion about it, but it's a fucking difference. Because if you are asking him on to fight, you can't be mad when that's the result of the situation. But when you are a female... And you have a violent man who's just violent for any little thing. That's where the abuse is. Fighting is different. If you fucking with me because you want to fight, you can't get mad. You can't whoop me. How many times we got to fight before you realize you can't whoop me? And then you got to understand that you get him used to, to reacting that way. I know seeing women push a man to the break. He ain't never hit a woman. He was taught, because most men was taught not to hit females. I wasn't taught that. I'm sorry. Have I ever hit a female? No. Except for one. Well, yeah. Let me let me take that back. I got in a couple of fights. But have I ever hit a woman with a closed fist that I was in a relationship with? Never. Never. I'll I'm I get up and leave. Because I understand the one thing about violence is that it, it only perpetuates more violence. I don't want to be fighting. I do not want to hit 
a female because I don't want no dude hitting my daughters. Now, it is exceptions to the rule. If she want to fight, don't be calling me because you started a fucking fight and you lost. My daughters know that. I taught them not to be disrespectful. Stop calling your boyfriend, but they got that from their mama. If they disrespectful, they got it from their mama because they didn't get it from me. Because I never called them out their name. For them to think it was it was okay for them to call a guy out of their name. And I always told them, don't be disrespectful. If you have to be that way, you should leave. Why would you want a man that you can call all kind of bitches and shit? And if he calling you all kind of bitches, that you got to see what his relationship is with his mama. Can he stop doing that? Because if he turning around and calling you out your name and then you turn around and calling him out his name, what do you think going to happen? Eventually, y'all going to start fighting. So you have to understand what you putting yourself into because you you reversing the 80-20 to 20-80. And when it's, when it's that low, it's more about the sex. It's more about lust. Of course, people lust. Oh, I love him. And then you ask them why. They can't give you, you know, no real reason why. That's not superficial. Most of the time, they don't even really know why. The way you make me feel. What the fuck do that mean? Y'all always fighting. He, he probably make you feel angry all the goddamn time. He get on my nerves, but I love him. That don't sound right. How much do he get on your nerves? Every day. That ain't right. That's, that's, that's not nothing I would fucking be bracking on. She get on my nerves every motherfucking day. I can't stand her ass, but I love her. What the fuck? That's backwards. That's backwards thinking on either side of the fence. You have to ask yourself, what are you doing? You have to reevaluate your relationship. Write your shit down. I don't fucking know what to tell you. Talk to your pastor if you religion. Get a therapist. Go to couples therapy. Read a goddamn book. I don't know what the fuck. All this shit online. Listen to some of these few women who telling other women... How they fucking up their relationships. Listen to some of these men who telling other men how they fucking up their relationship. Y'all got to go outside of y'all relationship without bringing a bunch of people into it. And that's the fucking, that's the biggest damage to relationship of them all. Listening to your goddamn friends. Why the fuck would you listen to somebody who ain't in a good relationship? Why the fuck would you listen to somebody you know their relationship is fake as fuck? You know the deep dog secret of your friend? You know her nigga got a side bitch? Why the fuck would you listen to her? And dudes, why would you listen to a nigga who with a side bitch? Most of the time, motherfuckers cannot separate themselves from the situation that they in to give you great information. That's hard to fucking do. That's something you got to practice on to be able to say, hey, you know, nah, don't do that. I am known 
And it's nerve-wracking as fuck. I am known for giving the right information. Fuck what I would do. I understand. I'm not helping you telling you what I would do. I'm not fucking helping you at all. No, that's not me helping you. Telling somebody what you would do is not fucking helping them. Especially if you're not that person. If you're not like that person. Or if you know that person. If a motherfucker did something to me and I would probably shoot him. I'm not going to tell somebody I know that might go and shoot him. That that's what I would do. That's giving bad fucking information. If you would cheat on your man. And you know. Your friend is not that type. Why would you tell her to do that? That's not good information. If you're not furthering the relationship in a good way, then you might as well just tell them the truth. You should leave. You should not be with that person. Tell them to work on themselves. Tell them to sit down and think about it. Like, because how much information and content do we put into our relationship? When people work shit out, it's because they sit down and talk. No, everything ain't fucking great. That's why I said that 90, 10, or 100, that, yeah, right. But that 80, 20, 70, 30, that means you working on shit. You working on shit. Now, when you've been together 30, 40 years, yeah, it's probably 100%. Because you, y'all know each other so well, like, what the fuck? The nagging is part of the, the fun of the relationship. Shit. You gotta argue a little bit. You gotta keep a little spice going on around this motherfucker. You can't just, you know, you don't want all shit happy. You know, especially after so many years, a little arguing, you know, spice some shit up. So, but early on in relationships and, and shit bad, why is you there? What kind of self-esteem did you got that you think that you can't do better? On either side of the fence. And women, what kind of self-esteem you got that makes you think being being a man is better than being a feminine woman? Dudes don't want no man. Or they'll be gay. Like, think about it. Why would I want somebody telling me what the fuck to do? And I'm not necessarily saying he should be telling you what to do, but you damn sure shouldn't be telling him what to do. How is you not lifting him up, making him stronger, you know, getting him ready to go out into this cruel world and fight his way out and back and appreciate him from, for winning that fight, not going to jail, not fucking killing somebody, you know, going to a job, that he know he's probably worth more than what they paying him. Working for a company. Trying to get his foot in the door. Whatever the fuck it may be. Even if he going out there hustling. He taking a chance on losing his life. Somebody robbing him, shooting him. You know. Like when you support a motherfucker. You know. Because I'm not telling you how. Or who. Should be. Like. the person that you fuck with but 
you still gotta know if that's what you want in that person. Because regardless of how he chooses to make his money, to live his life, as long as he treating you like the queen that you should be treated, then it shouldn't be no problem. It shouldn't be no problem. But, you know, that's for you to figure out. That's for you to look in yourself and see if that's what you want. Because if it's a negative situation for him out there doing shit that can get him sent to prison, is you willing, you know, you willing to accept that? Or is he doing it, whatever it may be, so he can stop? Is he looking for a job? Is he trying to find a way to subsidize his income so he don't have to do nothing that's putting himself in harm's way. You know, but is that the type of person you want to have kids by? Somebody who out here in these streets <coughs> taking a chance of being a single mother, whether he's dead or in jail. You have to stop and look at yourself. See what you want. My thing, my, my, my thing is this. When you're young, they tell you to dream big. Now, circumstances around you kind of shape how you dream. But the thing of it is, is, is that when you're young, you have an imagination out of this motherfucking world. Now, before I finish... I still have an imagination out of this world. That's probably what separates me from a lot of people. But anyway, when you're young, you have an imagination out of this world. You can see yourself being a scientist, a doctor, you know, a police officer, a fireman, you know, the president, a congressman, a senator, you know. You can see yourself riding motorcycles, you know, skateboarding or whatever it was that you saw yourself doing when you were younger. And I know this is before reality comes in and kind of kicks your ass and, you know, and you fighting with this motherfucker and they choking you out and they double-teaming you. <laughs> you know, they doing all this. You know, reality do these motherfuckers, they the worst motherfuckers out here. Reality and his gang members are the worst motherfuckers out here. These motherfuckers do not play. They do not take prisoners and everybody's susceptible to this motherfucking ass whooping that they plan on giving you as you get older. I understand that. But even as a teenager, you still dream. You still, you know, believe in, you know, uh, the sanctity of marriage. You know, you still probably haven't had sex yet. You know, you might be exposed to drugs and all this other stuff, but you still have a part in your mind to where you can see yourself furthering your life. Let's just say that. My point being, I remember growing up in the fucking 90s that the stigma was most males didn't really make it till they was 25. This was the shit that they was promoting, you know, in the fucking uh, uh, new media news or whatever because of gang violence and all that other shit. So what I decided to do is not join the gang. 
First of all, I'm really not a follower, so it's hard for me to, you know, follow other motherfuckers. I know I'm a biker, yes, you do have to follow, but uh, uh, a good leader also knows how to follow. So let's just throw that out there before anybody, you know, like, nigga, you're a biker, but okay. So I never joined the gang because my concept was why would I make a bunch of motherfuckers I ain't never met mad at me? That's how I looked at it. So that kept me out of, you know, gangs. You know what I'm saying? I was introduced to drugs the right way, not the wrong way. So that kept me from getting hooked to any kind of drugs. Plus, I'm a beer drinker. Let's just keep it all the way 100. Cry kid, uh, 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 heroin addict, uh, pill popper was never going to be my thing because none of that shit include beer. I can't get a dope man all my money because then I ain't got no money for no beer. So I probably wasn't going to never be hooked to drugs. But, you know, you never know. But I'm just thankful that I never did get hooked to drugs because I kind of got introduced to them to the wrong and the right way. And, you know, that's a long story. That's for another whole thing. But I'm getting to a point to where I'm older now. And I tell my older compadres, we can't look 10, 15 years in the future because we are in our 50s. So you kind of got to be trying to accomplish certain shit now can't be saying, well, well, when I turn 60, I'm a fucking, you know, have three hoes and, 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 and a limo. <clears throat> no, nigga, you need to be doing that now because you might not live to be 60. I always tell people around my age, you're closer to death than you is to life. So that means that you should be living life as you see it now, not as you project it to be 10, 15 years from now. Because you don't have 10, 15 years. You do or you don't. You don't know. You've been on this earth for half a century. Y'all can look up the, the ages for black, white, Mexican, you know, Chinese or whatever. And then you got to have the good genes. Most people whose parents lived till they was 100, they probably going to live to 80, 90, you know. So you kind of got to have them good genes. But that also could be the food that you ate, the circumstances you grew up in. You kind of got to know all this shit to know if you're going to be living to your 80 or 90 years old, some motherfuckers is lucky they don't eat this poison-ass food, smoke cigarettes, drink, and did all the bad shit in the world and still live to their 90 or whatever, and some motherfuckers don't. My point being, when you're 20, you can look to when you're 30. You're supposed to be able to. So if you're 20 years old and you out partying and kicking and having fun and doing shit that 20-year-olds, 18, 19-year-olds, 17, 16, whatever the fuck it is, whatever age you start doing. But then when you get to 25, if you're still doing the same shit you was 20, now you falling off because you stop looking forward to the future because as you look forward to the future, that means you change the shit that you're doing when you were younger so you can get to the point in your future that you're trying to get to. But I see now that a lot of young people don't look forward. They stay in the present. So that means they keep doing the same drugs, they keep drinking, they keep gangbanging, they keep fighting, they keep staying in bad relationships, even after baby after baby after baby daddy and baby mama after baby mama after baby mama, they still repeat the cycle. Nobody changes, nobody evolves because they don't have that dreamer aspect of their life. You have to still dream. You have to still think about what you're going to be doing five, ten years from now. For me, I don't look past three years. 
I don't. And and if I make it to I'm 55, I'm going to look year to year. So, but when I was 25, I knew what I didn't want to be doing when I was 30. When I was 20, I know what I didn't want to be doing when I was 25. And I start gradually making them changes. So when I got to that age point, I wasn't doing this no more. And then when I got 30, I wasn't doing that no more. So as I progress, because I still dream, I switch what I wanted to be doing and what I didn't want to be doing. And it's little changes like that. And then I figured out that the most important thing was working on me, making me a better version of myself. Not trying to get some female who with her fucking insecurities to trust me. That's not my job. And when you think it's the other person that you with job, you are going in the world asshole backwards. Or going out the world asshole backwards. However the fuck that saying is. If you think it's the other person's job to fix you, then you fucked. I learned that the hard way. Now I realize it's not my job to fix you. Now if you're trying to fix yourself, I can go on this journey with you and help you, you know, in any way, shape, or form that I might be able to, but it's not my job to fix you. It's your job to fix your fucking self. And this is the problem in relationship. Everybody is trying to fix everybody else without fixing themselves first. Because if you fix yourself first, you know you can't fix that other person. Because it took you to fix you, so you know you can't fix them. Y'all all all standing in these relationships and going through all this turmoil and anger and frustration. And I know it's a lot more to do with that. But if you start fixing yourself, you you will see relationships in a different light. It'll be less that you won't accept and 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 more that you will expect. And it will have nothing to do with money, status, fucking shoes, or none of that shit, or sex. You will gravitate more to the personality of the person. Because you will understand that's what makes a healthy relationship. It's good to have the chick with the fat ass or the guy with the big dick if that's what you need him. Or whatever. It's cool to have the greatest sex. But I would rather have the greatest partner with the most mediocre sex than the other fucking way around. Thanks for listening. Peace and love. Lord Fresh.